Hi. Hello. Welcome to Talk Differently. It's a pleasure to be here. It surely is. I am not sure if it's a, a pleasure to hear this, though. Let's hope so. <laughs> anyway, topics for today. So I well, should we do a round of introductions first? Could we have some new people? Oh, yeah. Uh, good idea. Um, would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Okay, yeah. ladies first. Okay. Go ahead, Hi, I'm Arlie. Arlie Rodriguez. Uh, her profile, her Quora profile link is in the description. Um, I'm Griffin. Rock on. No introduction needed. <laughs> and I'm Donald Duck. Or, sorry, Francisco Fonseca, more known as the Donald Duck of Quora. Okay. So, and I'm Mukun Kumar. Uh, I, I believe you can call me your host. Let's, let's brief oh. us. Uh, let's talk about topics. Today, we will be talking about the iMac Pro. New details emerge. Uh, Google kills uh, Project Tango. Uh, why you should not buy the iMac Pro. We, and we will talk about Surface Notepad. Further, we will talk about changes to T, and these changes will will bring about a huge turn in our in our journalism future, as we know it. Let's okay. So let's start. Okay, sounds good. Let's go. iMac Pro new details emerge. Uh, Griffin, would you like to brief us on this one? Yeah, sure. So basically, um, Steve Steve Fallon Smith has found a set of instructions on Apple can um, configure configurator two page that explains how to restore the iMac Pro in the in an event of it um, becoming unresponsive, like a Mac OS update when you lose power. But the way they word it, it makes it sound like there can be um, it can, it can become unresponsive at any time. So and you might have to factory reset your iMac Pro every so every so often if it becomes unresponsive. So this isn't really like a good thing for professionals, just because professionals, if they're working, they don't want to have to redo everything they've just done. Yeah, of course. And um, also, the iMac Pro, um, you can upgrade the RAM, but that's the only thing you can upgrade. Yeah, it's it's pretty terrible. Um, okay. So, new details. What do you guys think? Um, well, I think uh, that Apple cannot have a computer uh, of this power and price that fails. And that has the risk to be unresponsive if multiple times, like in a session, you, you use the computer, right? Uh, especially yeah. if we're talking about a computer that was made for workers, for uh, professionals. What do you think? Yeah, that's, that, that is a nice point you present there. However, I think that falls in, uh, in our third topic more than, more than this one. Let's, let's we can combine the two. We can talk about, like, I'm, this is just talking about the iMac Pro in general. Yeah, sure, that was... That's a nice idea. Um, yeah, let's talk about. Let's also brief us on on the, our our other topic that we plan to club. 
with this one. Uh, why you should not buy the iMac Pro? Let's. Uh, I did this one actually. I'll brief us. This is an article where I I basically I basically just bang Apple on their iMac Pro. So here's the deal. Um, this will sound repetitive to many of you. The iMac Pro is a computer designed for professionals. These professionals need power. That's why the iMac Pro is a separate computer for these professionals, because it is a more powerful. It's a more powerful iMac. However, this more powerful iMac is not uh, is not uh, upgradable. This means that when uh, what you pay for is what you get. You cannot uh, you cannot pay more and get more down the line. Like you have to make your choices. You have to make your choices. Uh, like at the beginning of your journey in the Apple ecosystem. So what is what is downright terrible with the iMac Pro is that this this is a terrible like it's not upgradable. Uh, let's say you edit video. I I took this example in my article. Let's assume you you edit high quality video. Okay, you need a good PC for that. You buy the iMac Pro, and two uh, two years down the line, you upgrade to a high uh, to a high speed camera, four K, eight K, four K, two forty FPS. You have no limits of camera camera potential with with the caliber of money that you spend. So, so why the iMac Pro is terrible is you cannot upgrade your graphics card, you cannot upgrade your processor, and well, the only thing that you can upgrade is the RAM, and even that is bottlenecked by the processor, because each processor has a limit of how much RAM it can accept. What do you guys think? Um, I agree. I agree. Like they took the approach that they've done with the consumer products, like the MacBook and the the traditional iMac, of not being upgradable, but they tried to apply it to a professional computer, which doesn't really work. I still think the iPad, the iMac Pro, has some market. A, sm a very small market of people, but it's not the market Apple really is intending it to be. Totally. Well, I don't see any market for this device. And here's why. If, if you're going to bother to pay $5,000 for, for a high-end computer that you plan to use for years down the line, you, you would get used to that, that caliber of of performance that you get out of this machine and then when this machine starts to feel like shit five years uh, five years later you have you don't have much you don't have much of an option you just have to pay pay another five thousand dollars rather than pay two thousand just to uh, just to get it upgraded mm -hmm. i don't yeah, see any market that's, that's a good device. point but you have to consider that uh, some people really think that this is the best computer because they are not informed. Uh, so they just see it now and they only think of now and the present and they see it that is a great computer that you can use for now and they're not thinking, all right, in one year or two, I, I will, this computer will be terrible, uh, if I'm exaggerating will be terrible compared to others that appear in the market, right? Yeah. But there is always be some market, but I agree with 
uh, Griffin well, said, it sure will be a small market. Sure. Well, here's the deal. When, uh, like, why don't you just build a Hackintosh? I understand. Like, uh, is it illegal to buy uh, to build a Hackintosh? Um, technically, yes. It is because it kind of is obvious, but still, though, even if it's illegal, why would you why would you do this? It's an iMac Pro. Like, if if you remove that eye, it'll become much better. And that point that Francisco uh, presented there about not not letting the consumer know much about this computer let's and let's actually look at uh at how they present this i'm going to apple.com if you're watching this on youtube well congratulations you just made the right choice um soundcloud or anything else just try to try to use your imagination to your advantage <laughs> so here i am at apple's website like here's the deal let me go back this is apple's website first thing i see iphone 10 great second thing i see after scrolling down a little uh imagination is a gift shop holiday gifts they're advertising that i scroll down one more one more image and i see the imac pro on the left in its little square and to the right of it is the iphone 8 occupying equal amount of space it's it's not, it's obvious like even if we consider how it's presented black background compared to the white background of everything else and then it's it's pretty obvious that apple wants you to know that the imac exists the imac pro and it gives you this nice animation as you scroll down you see that's why i like apple the amount of detail they put into that i bet samsung won't do this but anyway <laughs> Power to the pro. Um, yeah, so they advertise it like it deserves to be. They advertise it as a really nice computer. Radeon Pro Vega 56 or 64. Uh, High-end graphics processors, but NVIDIA does better. Up to 11 yeah, teraflops. Shit, 11 teraflops. That's not bad. But the problem is people most people that go check that don't know what that is so mm -hmm. well, there's always be a market for those people that actually, have the money like the all, computer because it's beautiful and will buy it because it looks good here's the deal if you yeah. if you need something you know about it if you need mm -hmm. power you know about the power and if you know about the power you could handle information like this Unless you have and money. And I feel like this could be also yeah. for like investors because an investor hears, oh, they're releasing a MacBook, I mean, iMac Pro with 11 teraflops of single precision. To an investor, that probably means nothing, but it sounds really cool. And an investor is thinking, oh, that sounds good. People are going to want that. So yep. I feel like the iMac Pro may even be just for, to make people invest in the company more. I agree. Because if you really know about the, and you you really know information about computers you know that for a, li a very small amount of money compared to what you pay for this computer you can build one that is as powerful as well, that one the only thing is not apple and, and has not the the pretty design yes. 
but that's if you so really know about it it's not why you build a that's not why you buy a mac you buy a mac for of mac course, OS. of course because if you can use a pc but, then you, but you can put mac os in a pc there, there, there are ways yeah, to do that that is illegal. okay it is that's it why is. that's why <laughs> it you is. Just, that's why we're kind of not talking about it because it doesn't yeah. make sense you can do it but uh, let's let's keep it legal i agree, yeah, I agree. yeah let's continue reading down these <laughs> these specs it's up to an 18 core xeon it's it turbo boosts up to 4.5 gigahertz that so is not a, a really great turbo boost but all right but well, here's the for deal. the price here's the deal i understand that most of you are not complete complete pc nerds but still though Listen to this, you might understand it. Turbo boost to 4.5 gigahertz in a computer like this with minimal cooling support. If you know anything about Apple computers, you know that they have they have weird cooling solutions, like downright outrageous cooling. It's like one fan to cool a, multi, a huge heat generator processor. It's just yeah. enough to keep it barely alive. When you're tur turbo boosting the 4.5 gigahertz, I'm pretty sure it will, it will go up to 4.5. It'll it'll uh, it'll get like 100 degrees Celsius, and then it'll come down to, it'll a thermal throttle. So I don't see the point of that nice processor. Hey Arlie, do you want to do you want to present an opinion here? Arlie, I mean I agree with everything you're saying about it. I mean it's pretty like. It doesn't make sense that they'd have a computer like that and you can really up a lot of like a waste of money and something that Apple normally wouldn't do. Yeah, I like it. I like your opinion there because I understand that you don't, you don't know much of what I'm talking about and No, no, I get what you're saying. I'm listening. Yeah, yeah, sure, but the the upgrade the upgrade thing I think is the main thing the problem with this computer because if they made it upgradable this would change everything but of course that's not what apple intended with this computer but the upgrade part makes it like you said uh, kind of useless in the long term right in... what i what's what i clearly don't understand is why would you make a computer like this i think i th i understand form form over function but form over function doesn't really work when you're when you're designing a computer for the professional. Well, the professional yeah. isn't looking for form. It's He's just looking for, prof, uh, for uh, function. Anyway, let's continue. Uh, there's uh, a or 16, or 16 high bandwidth memory. Are you, are you kidding me? The iMac Pro has only up yep. to 16 GB RAM? Yes. But now you can supposedly upgrade it. Holy shit. Is... Wait, iMac yeah. Pro's RAM can only be upgraded by Apple or mm -hmm. authorized service but provider. But it can be upgraded to 32, I think. But it's expensive. Yeah, so you buy a, you buy a computer okay. Okay, that never is mind supposedly... What I said. Never mind what I said. It's it's up to 128 GB RAM. So at least, at least uh, they, they figured out that. But, yeah, but still, you have to pay for that. You have to pay extra. Two thousand four hundred dollars. To for that price, you should already get that. I think it's 
It's not a well thought computer because besides the point you, you yes. did about the upgradable, it's uh, not well thought for the purpose that is the the professional the professionals. Professional. And I think it's it gets too expensive for what we are yes. doing. So let's end it with that. This is a terrible computer. Please don't buy it. I have, so, I have some friends who yeah, want okay. to buy it, and I try to tell them, no, please. Just, just, why? just wait until the Mac Pro. The Mac Pro is coming out 2018, they say. It's going to be so much better. Yeah, every yeah, time I hear so. someone say, I, I want an iMac Pro, I'm like, why? Why do you want to do that? Uh, you know, Micah Baines or Mika Baines, I don't know how to pronounce it. Maybe Mika. Maybe Griffin. Mm -hmm. Mika, I, I think it's Mika. Sorry. Not sure. Mika, he wanted to buy an iMac Pro, and I'm like, no, don't, don't buy it, don't buy it. The iMac, the the Mac Pro 2018 will be much better. It's like I know, but I still want to buy it. And like, ah, I hate dealing with, I hate like that. Like, it's not the person; it's that the the typical I personality is pretty irritating to deal with. But right. that's something anyway. that will always be present, right? We cannot fight. Yeah, that's against that. that. That's one of those things that all of us hate in the tech community. But let's jump but, on yeah, to our next topic. True. Yeah. So Google now we are um, Google ends Tango. Uh, I'll just screen share with you guys, and I will present this to everyone. God damn it! I don't know how to use this. <laughs> Looks cool. Okay. Okay, I, I did it without breaking the chat. Good job, Mukun. Google kills Tango. Go ahead, Griffin. Okay. So, let me just... Yeah. So, so far, Google has been using an AR platform called Project Tango. It, um, the Lenovo Fab um, 2 Pro was the first phone to integrate Project Tango. And the second was the Asus Zen Pro AR. And this was the last Tango phone made. So right now in our world, augmented reality, or AR, is becoming really important. Big companies like Apple, Facebook, and Google are all competing to be the, later, the leader in AR. And recently, Apple has announced AR Kit. And now, now Google's announcing AR Core, in which will run on 100 million devices worldwide. And AR core, AR core is pretty cool, and it has some really cool stuff. Right now, they have pixel they have pixel stickers for the upcoming Star Wars movie. You can put like clone troopers and make it look like clone troopers are standing right in front of you. And one more interesting thing is it will AR core will run on Samsung, which Samsung they've created their own VR system. They have Tizen OS for TV and smartwatches. They have Bixby instead of Google Assistant. So when Samsung is starting to use um, AR Core by Google, it shows that AR Core, AR Core is going to be the augmented reality platform of the future, the standard one. Wait, are you serious? This will run on Samsung devices? The S8. Exclusively? No, not a, um, not, not exclusively. exclusively. Okay. It'll be on Pixel devices in the S8 immediately, and then it'll also be coming. It'll be coming to a bunch of different phones in the coming weeks. And that, and that's amazing. 
Okay, got you. Well, I still don't see the point of AR. And I think I... I... I think this is the condition of a lot of us. Like I've tried VR and AR and I've seen I've seen like no actual good uses for this. It's all either games or it's uh or it's it's weird stuff like Google Glass. And Google Glass think... was a cool idea but it it's it it goes to be pointless when you realize that the smartphone does does more than that. I, I see what you, you AR we cannot see it as it is shown from the media and etc because what I show is like you said the games and the the Google glasses and the things that are that are not useful for us um, and are only let's say it fun you can you it's obviously fun to have the phone and you and see a little animal on your table that it's not really there and you can show that to a kid and it, they will love it. They will say, oh my God, that's really cool. I think uh, what uh, AR will help uh, is uh, working with uh, things like architecture. Uh, I don't never say that word correct, doesn't matter. And like commerce and in, in the economy, it will allow a lot of amazing things. I don't know, there was a, a here in Portugal where I live, there was a, a company uh, like that sells furniture and stuff for houses that developed a, an AR app where you could be in your like bedroom. You would point the camera and, and you could put things from the store. Oh yeah, and then just, you, you Francisco, you just reminded me. Um, I have seen one good use for AR. That was by a company called Lenscart. I don't know if it's if it's international or anything, but Lenskart is pretty big in India. It's like this, uh, this, uh, this store that sell. It's this online store that sells uh, spectacles, like glasses, and mm -hmm. then um, they they have this feature. It's it's a three D try on. So, uh, so you set it up and it maps your face, and then when you're buying spectacles, it it fits those spectacles on your face and shows you how it, how you would look. That's amazing. That's yeah, what that's I'm famous. saying. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Ikea does, I, um, Ikea does that too. Yeah, Ikea. Even Ikea. Like I've seen, I think, I've seen that implementation where they where they map some furniture to, uh, to uh, to your uh, to your your space. That's the one good use I've seen for it, but. The part where AR starts acting like your assistant seems like a long stretch. I think so. I agree. I think AR for now is like we said. It, uh, it you can use it to help business uh, things like IKEA, things like like you said the spectacles and etc. But it's not a a daily thing. It's not something that uh, you we will use. Let's say like something like Siri. I think it's not yet useful enough for us. Yeah, it's not practical. But I think enough. it's promising. I, I think it's an amazing technology, right? Well, like Snapchat, um, you know, Snapchat yeah, puts Snapchat. a lot of augmented reality into their camera. Yes. Uh -huh. Exactly. So that's one case where people do like the augmented reality features of it. You know, I mean, how many puppy selfies have you seen now? True, but but you but that's for fun. 
to work yeah, and we, uh, we stuff like that, you don't see applications. that a lot. It goes down. It's like uh, when we saw Google Glass, the, I think that was the first Im implementation of AR that I saw. It was, it seemed pretty cool, but it, it lacked practicality. It was like, I think it, okay, they released it too early, you. you know, it so was too early. Even if we ignore the too early part, uh, yeah. even if we look at the idea, you have the screen in front of you and this displays, uh, displays information about your day and stuff like, and directions on Google maps and stuff and whatever. It also seems very unpractical in in daily use for me it's like sure totally. it seems it seems like a cool party trick but that's the only thing that it actually is practical for a party trick Completely. I agree. in a way i kind of feel like um it's in this area where it's part of the developer's fault too because think about the um just think about the internet they invented uh let's think uh, app store is a better example apple invented the app store but if there were no apps for the app store, the app store is useless. And that's kind of the problem with augmented reality. Yes. Right now, they have this augmented reality platform, AR Core and AR Kit, but there's no, the developers aren't finding an innovative way to get this to more people and make it helpful. Yes. Yeah. I, I agree. I think, it's I think still, just there's nothing. Don't check it in? Why? Totally. Um, but we have to agree there are some good really? apps. I think the IKEA yeah. place yeah, is one of the e best. The e-commerce uh, augmented reality is pretty yeah, important. Yeah, e-commerce is the one industry where it actually benefits. But I'm afraid that's the only industry I've seen so far that actually benefits. Well, I feel like social media also benefits from AR. Uh, of so, course, sure. of course, it's... Social media but it, isn't but, exactly something. I would call practical. It's one of those things that I don't use much social media to, to be honest. Discord social media, then that then that's the only form of social media I really use. I think the problem with social media it's not it brings not a much of help. Like exactly. So it's it's great to have fun and to relax, and of course that's important. Important. Uh, but if we think like, where can we really change something with AR? You will never think of social media, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's not the purpose of it. Well, sure. If you want to be a five-year-old, you could put the dinosaur on the table, and that's definitely fun for some of us. But anyway. for the first time, it's always fun. You just have to think of Pokemon yeah. Go, right? Pokemon Go has oh, also. Snapchat, Snapchat and Facebook are still doing that, and it's been, you know, Snapchat yeah. uh, unveiled whoever, like and they're still making a profit from stuff like that. And, and so people really like it, truly. And yeah, Instagram not just, as well. It's not just little kids that like it, everyone seems to like them. Most of the time with these AR things, first time is the last time. Like dinosaur on the table and stuff. Like, you use it for the first time and it seems cool, but no one uses it after that. Arlie, you, uh, do you think you have an opinion on this? Well, I mean, if there, it is cool and stuff, but I feel like they're pushing for it to be a part of everyday life eventually. I think that's the goal. I don't think like that many people are into it besides it being cool and fun, but I feel like eventually 
like all these companies are pushing for it to be something that we use every single day. Yeah, that's a good point. It's yeah, true. If, if good, if big companies continue to do that, they, then we might start to change our opinions because, well, we have been changing our opinions because of them, right? It's true. It's like it's like Samsung with the Galaxy Note. Remember the Note yes. One? Most, like I was among the many people who called it atrocious. The five point five inch phone will will be very weird to use in in life. And then and then next thing we know, like in two years, we're all using these four point seven inch monster phones. And today, four point seven inches is tiny. Am I right? <laughs> So I'm just saying, I think a lot of companies are going to start using this. So like eventually we're all going to start using it kind of deal. Like I think like right now we don't think it's going to amount to much, but eventually I think a lot of people are going to use it because so many companies are like incorporating into their products that we're just going to start using AR. I think they just need more pressure and a little bit more development. And as soon Mm -hmm. as that starts to kick in, we will start CAR everywhere. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, so I, guess yeah, I think it will develop weird. better because since like so many companies are like investing in it. Yeah. I guess that's the verdict really. Like it's cool for now, but it's not very practical and it will grow pack- practical as mm-hmm. we see more uses for it. Let's go on to our last topic before discussing tea updates. Um, this article is on The Verge. Okay, speaking of this, uh, before we before we jump into the topic, I want you guys to to comment down below. Do you guys think we should write articles, uh, articles like this for like specifically for the podcast, where it's non Apple articles on the website, and or should we or should we just use articles for, from the Verge? Go ahead and comment. And now going into into the actual topic. Whoa. Um. Okay. So, let's talk about this. Uh, Microsoft Secrets. Uh, Microsoft Secret Surface Notepad. Um, Griffin, do you think you can brief us on this one? Um, I haven't read this article yet. Do you want to give a briefing on it? I haven't read it either. <laughs> I can read it if you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, none of us are very prepared for this one. Okay, can I, can I oh, brief you it know really this? quick? Yeah, sure, 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 I, please. I read a little bit, so I, I can try to say it. Basically, it, it's an article that talks a little about this new uh, Surface Notepad that Microsoft might be launching. So. Um, it's basically still a little bit of uh, rumors, and as you can see in the image, there it's a foldable notepad. So um, it 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 appears to have like two screens and sections that will fold and be totally flat. So uh, uh, and basically the image will also show. Uh, the div- device could flip over and be used as like a nightstand. Um, there's still not a lot of detail, of course. It's still really fresh about what software will this device use and how will Microsoft do it. But uh, Microsoft's new patent includes like a lot of details 
around how this will work. And uh, they, as you can see in the last picture, they say that they, be, they appears to be using geo-like cogs like to create uh, these adjustable things. So basically it's like you have two little wheels and the device will be able to totally go around from one point to another. Uh -huh. So it looks pretty cool. Ah, Microsoft and their design team never never failed to impress me. Like completely. Other than the the Surface laptop with the cloth keyboard, the cloth the cloth palm rest, everything else they do seems pretty pretty cool. But this one seems like a stretch. It comes down to uh, to something similar to foldable smartphones. We all know that yes. those things are pretty useless. We all know that mm -hmm. we don't want them again, but, but well, some companies are still trying. I, I think what what Microsoft is trying to do is like to uh, have a computer that you use every single time of the day because you use it at night as they say as a nightstand then you fold it and you use it as a tablet as you are walking then you fold it again and you are in your desk working then you want to take a picture and you fold it you see what i mean they they want yeah. something that is practical mm -hmm. for like I, constant use like a big phone you know what uh, what is what is weird is that microsoft has been trying to do this for uh, for years now if you remember yes. uh, Windows Phone, Windows 10 Mobile, adopted the um, Well, anyway, I guess that was accidental. Anyway, <laughs> um, it's similar to remember when Microsoft released Windows 10 Mobile, the update. That I remember. Killed Windows 10 for good, so it was like. It uh, it had this feature called continuity, and it was no, it wasn't continuity. It was continuum. Shit, continuity is an Apple is an Apple based feature, but never mind that. Continuum. It was that you take your phone and then you dock it in a stand, and this stand converts the phone into the uh, into a computer. And yep. then, yeah, so you use one device throughout your day, and that device never leaves you. It it's that same i same idea that microsoft is trying to bring upon us but going forward i think i don't I see think this, i don't see this even making it into the market and yeah we have to see that is this is a rumor so they 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 obviously release a little bit of this to see how people react and yeah. they will start to adapt to what people want uh, yeah. i think you you're totally right they they have to be careful because if they don't do this properly it will be a flop and it will fail yes uh, even even judging by this device it has it functions as a nightstand thing the the clock thing that doesn't make sense why would you do that the battery will run out it's weird and even if you're <laughs> charging it i'm pretty sure there will be at least five questions on each on each question answer pl a platform asking does the mac microsoft product explode yeah i understand it's it's really weird the concept but mm -hmm. 
and that's what you said if they have to yeah. be careful and really do this in a way that people enjoy and the idea of the nightstand i don't see it working but who well, knows they might adapt something to make it happen but i'm not seeing it working as well it looks just weird to have a computer well, it's not that, like how adorable is it going to be if you expected to do all that you know what I'm saying? Like the hinges and everything. It doesn't sound like it's gonna be very durable if you have to do like that. If it can like if you have to make it to a nightstand and all that, it doesn't sound like the design is gonna hold up. You know what I mean? Like the durability doesn't sound like it's gonna hold up. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like it sounds like the Nintendo DS, which I remember I had a Nintendo oh, yeah. DS when I was a young kid. Yeah, I like, keep turning it, adjusting the screen, and eventually it would just break. I feel That's like if they try to I don't know how this is gonna work. Like I feel like the screen yeah. or the hinges or something is just gonna pop out eventually. Like it doesn't yeah, sound if we look at if we look at purely the design here, it it has a hinge with two connections on each side. So you see, there's one side on uh, uh, connecting the 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 middle uh, the middle piece to the screen, and then there's another side connecting this yeah, the thing to that the other thing. doesn't look like there it will last. There are four connections. <laughs> there are four correction, uh, connections throughout the device. And these four correct, uh, connections have have to move constantly. They have force on them. Mm -hmm. I don't see this being being very durable. Uh, yeah, I think they have to to think this through and do because if they will do something close to what is this rumor, they will not have a lot of success. First, I think those connections don't look, they will last because mm -hmm. if, if you imagine yourself only having those four connections be constantly moving the, the one display to from back to front, eventually it will break. Exactly. Because you, it doesn't, I'm not imagining how they could do it even ignoring the durability standpoint, yes, what do yes. we see it do here? We see some kind of uh, weather and uh, some kind of weather detecting thing, like weather forecast, uh, a forecast notifying thing here. We also see a clock. Well, we see a keyboard and a trackpad. Is this a take at a netbook? I don't know, but whatever it is, it's pretty stupid. If you ask me. Yeah. And based on the size of it, the, the tr if they yeah. have a, a semi full size keyboard, the trackpad's going to be tiny. And then. Really tiny. Try yeah. To, try to integrate a touch screen in, into that, it's, it's like, it's going to become really thick. It's just not going to work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Imagine you cannot have like a folded computer that takes like your whole bag or something. It has to be. Thin or it's not use it's useless. Yeah, and let's just else, hope that this is really rumors, right? Yeah, let's let's hope this doesn't make it into a product because, well, Lord knows that if it does, it's not succeeding. Yeah, they they really have to 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 think these through this and too. yeah yeah probably probably they will see how people react to these. Rumors and say, okay, now we have to be careful because people are not liking this as it is. We have to think carefully.
even though the in some points it could be use useful but as you said the ninth stand <laughs> looks pretty ridiculous yeah well the, the apple watch does that now so i mean like and people do like um nightstand and apple watch so i mean i agree like, it's real i have it and it's awesome so people may like the nightstand on this computer on this foldable computer idea but it seems like it's too big that's the problem yeah the the purpose of a nightstand is something that it's there but doesn't stop you from like sleeping right and that's why i like the apple watch uh, stuff because when i put it i can it's there and it's present but it doesn't bother me i cannot imagine such a big screen even if you put like the bright at the minimum being there and i wouldn't be like a bother with it it will bother me what do you yeah. think i don't see this becoming a good product and mm -hmm. i guess that's how we end this this is this needs to be thought through better yeah okay let's okay. just hope it, it does <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about next topic. This is the last topic for today. Updates to T. Go ahead, Griffin. Okay, so we've been toying around with the idea of a content creation platform. So right now we have the writers, we publish articles for you guys to read, and we also allow submissions so you can submit your articles to read. But we don't have a way that anyone can just publish technology-related news, um, editorial, something like that. People can't just publish them. So we're, we're coming up with this new idea that will allow Actually, writers I'll, to publish content. Um, I'll just interrupt you there. Let's, let's go into the deeper picture here. Uh, we are a, con a, a content platform that only holds Apple-related Apple news. And and we and some of us intend on turning this into into our career in the future. And if we want to do that, we don't. I don't see this becoming very successful because it's only Apple. Uh, we need to branch out into into more more things. More. Uh, we need to branch out into all. Like uh, I'm looking for a good way to do this, but. We need a good way to publish to, uh, news about a technology as a in, as an entire topic. Can you have like maybe a tab thing that has like different categories, like maybe one from Samsung or something? You know what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. That's what we plan on. That'd doing. be smart if we integrated it like on the um, top somewhere, so it's other topics. But maybe like Apple would be like the homepage stuff. Griffin, uh, can yeah, you I continue now? Sorry for interrupting you there. Okay, so in addition to what McCoon said, we have um, this content creation platform that would allow you to, to publish your articles and you would receive a portion of the, reven of the ad revenue. So th this would be a great way for people to publish their articles and opinions and then some of the, then those articles, the authors are reading them, we're liking them, we can publish them on different home pages. We can publish, if you write a really good Samsung article, we can publish it on our Samsung news page. So it's a way for the um, T to give back to people and allow them to publish more content. And it offers more incentives through a portion of the ad revenue. Uh -huh. I think, look, it's a great idea. 
Okay. So that's basically the vague idea of what we're doing. We will open up a, a tab on the, the Edible Apple website and we will have, uh, we under that tab, we will have all kinds of uh, non-Apple related news. And that will be done by all of you. And so that's the plan. Uh, make sure to voice your opinions in, in the comments. We'll look forward to reading them. Um, I think we should just call that the end of the podcast for today. Sounds okay. good. Anyone have anything last to say? Uh, just was great talking to you guys. And see you next time. Yeah, sure. Yeah, thanks for watching. Uh, stay tuned for next week's podcast. Um, yeah, have a, have a good day or good night, whatever it is for you guys.